0: Warning, for underage listeners, this is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the Dude Bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away.
1: Welcome to Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal
0: orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot,
1: the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars, the finer points of throwing a pair of floggers, and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned.
2: students to our polyamory panel you have handed me some questions which I will be asking of our panelists today if you have more questions to add remember you have no cards in front of you pass them in I'll walk by and pick them up periodically so we will go ahead and start with our first question you don't have to answer in any particular order or if you want to skip over a question obviously that's fine too are you currently in a non monogamous relationship how do you define your current relationship dynamic
1: Um,
3: I am. uh, Both relationships are long distance, so they're very limited in what they are. Um, And that's, that's the extent of it currently. I'm hoping to find someone a bit closer to home that I can
1: build a more regular relationship as well. All right, um, me, I'm currently in three separate relationships. One is long distance. Uh, we text, call pretty constantly, but it's difficult for that. You know that, you, you know that's strange. Um The other two are local. Um, one is with a woman who is actually uh, married to someone else. So I see her when I can. Uh, the other, she does not, she's not married but she does have children and children young children especially uh, when going into a polyamorous relationship are a landmine to to (laughs) themselves because you don't want to introduce this sort of thing to a young child initially because you want to give them the time to just say hey I see this and I want to choose for myself so I
4: am also in a polyamorous relationship
5: I have my husband who I've been with It'll be six years in November. We've been married since May. Um, and then we have a mutual girlfriend. We define ourselves as what's known as a triad, in which case that means that it's three people together and all three people are dating each other. Um, to add another complication to that, the partner that he was talking about is married, that is a partner we share. My girlfriend is also his girlfriend.
4: Yay. So
5: it works out very well because I also love him to death and he is the best cuddle bear ever. Um, so it works out very well. We, um, we actually just got very lucky that we happen to have the mutual partner happens. We also have friends. Um, I've had that before where it's not so lucky. So that is currently where we're at. Um, still beginning stages, at least for me, she's a little bit closer to my husband, um, so that's where
1: I'm at right now. Uh, real quick reading before you go, uh, Ollie, just to make sure that you're aware, if you have any questions about this, or if you want to have any suggestions uh, after the class, please go ahead and email us at Press Podcast at gmail.com. We are more than happy to field any questions that you may have after the fact. And they Great. will
5: pass it along to the rest of us. Yes, yes. Party.
0: Crazy enough, I think he's going to plug that several times. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you listen to the past episodes of the
1: Gotham Press podcast, <laughs> go ahead. So uh, like I said before,
0: I am in a committed long-term relationship. I have been in the same relationship for approximately eight years. Um, I've been connected with her for that entire time. I met her at a swingers group, of all things. Um, Neither of us are swingers. What is a swinger? A a swinger is somebody that uh, practices open sexuality, um, usually well known to their committed partners. but, uh, better be good, yeah. <laughs> um, But uh, swingers groups are usually people that get together and uh, enjoy having sexual relations with each other uh, while not having a, a uh, emotional bond to those sexual partners. Whereas polyamory is more built on the emotional bond as opposed to the sexuality, though that does play a big role in most relationships, in poly relationships. Um, I've been committed to the same woman for about eight years. Uh, I've had two other girlfriends in that time as well. Um, The relationship structure that I am in is known as a line, okay? Where I am committed to her. She has me and her husband on either side of her. Her husband has her and his girlfriend on his other side, okay? All of us know about each other. All of us consent to each other. All of us regularly get tested for any sort of uh, venereal diseases just to make sure that we don't bring anything into the line and risk spreading it to the other three. Um, All of us
6: value communication and honesty. Mm -hmm. And that's my relationship status. Uh, As I said, I'm in a monogamous relationship currently as of December, but I'll tell you the conversations that we've had and the eyes going like this at the beginning of that relationship Because that's something that you bring immediately to any relationship, is you're not bringing the baggage, but you're bringing the honesty of where you've been, what you've done, um, and how you feel, so that they understand how you view society and what some consider out of the norm. Uh, So. That's where I met him, and I've known Greedy here since he met that woman, and uh, actually was the host of the, that was just a meet and greet, Yeah, it was just a meet and greet. Yeah, so you'll be at a local restaurant, and there'll be a bunch of people out on the patio, and you never know. That might be (laughs) a swingers group. That might be, yeah, that might be a religious group. And never know, you're Two going minutes. to bump into <laughs> people of all walks and lifestyles all the time.
2: All right, thank you. So now we have: What rules and values make your relationships positive and healthy? Okay.
5: Um, so it's going to depend on the individual. Um, some polyamorous people, um, I have an ex who our relationship ended back in January. Um, she is a very open person. She has, it's a much more laid back, free flow. Um, communication, which you're gonna to hear to say that word a million times today. It has to be open and talked about, but she is very much, your relationship is your thing, talk to me about it, but your relationship is your thing, go to your thing. I am not that way. I am actually a very insecure, jealous person, extremely. Um, I have been blessed with a girlfriend who has the patience of a saint and is willing to work with me on some things. But what's very uncommon for most people to hear is that with polyamory, there is still jealousy, and I am a shining example of that.
1: What um, is this jealousy you about? Oh,
5: sure. <laughs> um, so because of my jealousy and my insecurity, I do have boundaries and rules that I ask my, that I ask my other partners to follow. Um, over time, kind of as that trust is built, as those foundations are built, the communication gets better and stronger, I'll start to back off, let go, kind of let things progress a little bit more naturally. Um, Unfortunately, my past baggage is a little bit heavier than some other people's. Um, And so because of that, like I said, she's a saint, and I love her to death, she's been amazing with this. My husband has also been amazing with it. But my examples, So they currently cannot engage in sexual relations if I'm not there. Um, They can go on dates. They can cuddle. They can kiss. Um, I ask that no pitties or anything else like that is left because my partner's marking each other and me not being involved is a thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the basic ones. There's more, you know, in-depth things. But they're also very closer to each other. Oh, my voice is quit. I'm sorry. but <laughs> why? I'm sorry, guys. Um, so they're very, they're much closer to each other than, they, than uh, she is with me, which is, again, also part of the reason why I have that. So boundaries happen. Rules happen. It's OK for them to happen. The only thing is that sometimes it's not going to mix with the other person. Me trying to put rules and boundaries on my ex did not work very well. Um, that's part of the reason why our relationship ended. That's OK. But you're gonna have to, but you know, whoever's involved is going to have to accept this is what I need for my health and my happiness. That might not work out for the other person. Mm-hmm. So the communication and the honesty is where that's gonna come into play of this is what I need to make this happen. If you cannot accept that, that's fine. That's what your health and your happiness determines. This is what I need though. Mm-hmm. So far, my husband and girlfriend has been very accepting of that. In the past it hasn't been so. So it's gonna be yes. up to the individual
6: if i may um remember these two (laughs) phrases he greedy mentioned earlier about um alternative lifestyles and and stuff and so have i mentioned that informed consent is required in any relationship and two my kink is not your kink but that's okay Mm -hmm. so when she describes every group sets up and every relationship sets up boundaries and rules. That should be applicable to your friends, Mm -hmm. monogamous, or poly um, relationships. It should apply to everyone. You're going to set rules and boundaries, even in your friendships. Can I have to repeat the question one more time? Repeat the question,
2: yes, for sure. What rules and values make your relationships positive and healthy? Okay.
0: Um like uh, like Mark said like awesome said yeah. oh. it's, okay. it's okay to use mark <laughs> sorry no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm I've known all four of these people for several years and uh, I, I commonly refer to awesome as awesome so I have no problem with that but it's it's kind of touchy knowing what to call the others um, <laughs> As far as rules that we set up for my relationship, um, my, my lady and her husband have what's called ultimate veto, which means at any point, if either of them feel uncomfortable about where their relationship is, being the primary relationship, the nucleus, they can say, okay, enough is enough, that's it. We're cutting off all of our other ties right now, and they walk away. For a security purpose for their relationship, I value that. I I want them to know that I value their relationship as they are married. They have been for quite a long time. And by me showing them that I value their relationship, then it actually strengthens the bond between me and her, between me and him, between the three of us, and between between his other partner. we also have rules about who, we can, who else we can play with, who else we can have intimate contact with um, in that none of us get other partners unless we have the consent of all other partners involved. None of us get to have other partners if they, the new partner, hasn't had a recent STD panel. None of us get to have other partners if, well, for lack of a better phrase, don't stick your dick in crazy. so if if they haven't met my other partner I'm not gonna give them I'm not gonna give them the effort I'll get to know them as friends but it won't be any possibility of a romantic relationship of a sexual relationship until they've met my partner her husband and his
1: partner Um, as for me uh, my current relationships Um, A little little bit different than everybody else's as we said everybody has their own thing Uh, mine are kind of more of a uh, as leopard here uh, said earlier everybody has different relationships everybody has different rules Um, as she said we share a girlfriend Um, her the relationship that i have with our girlfriend is different than the one she has i'm more hey as long as you let me know what's going on have it I'm not trying to put a whole bunch of strict boundaries on her or things like that because I don't need that to feel comfortable with my girlfriend that has the children. There are restrictions on things like what I can do when the kids are around. When we are together but the kids are there, we basically act like we're just really good friends. We're not dating so much and just things of that nature. Um, with my long-distance girlfriend. She actually has another boyfriend who's local. I spoke with him. Uh, We get along just just fine. I've never physically met him, but seems like a cool guy. As far as me finding other potential girlfriends, I don't have the same rules in place as far as, oh, I I have to let everybody else know that I'm talking to somebody. But for me personally, I like to do that because I want everybody to be aware of what's going on when it happens. Being that both my current relationships are long distance,
3: the, the distance covers a lot of the ground in, in protecting her relationship, their relationships with their primary partners. Um, both are married, um, and so I'm the secondary partner in, in both of those relationships, obviously. Um, the rule that one of them has is basically it doesn't matter who you're with as long as you come home to me at the end of the day. Um, which gets special dispensation when she flies out of state to visit. Um, (laughs) But she flies home to him um, and he wants regular contact. Somebody didn't silence their phone. (laughs) I silenced it, I had alarms. (laughs) And then uh, the other relationship is in flux. Um, She's, her marriage is recent and she's still feeling out the rules for that. Um, So we're going to see where it goes previously. It was pretty freewheeling, but I think now that they're married, they want to uh, rein in their polycule a bit. Um, What's polycule? Polycule (laughs) is a a term for like the line that he was discussing earlier or the triad that she was discussing, their polycule sort of an umbrella term for a extended relationship in a polyamorous relationship.
5: One other thing, um, if I may, so you've heard us now say primary, secondary, things like that. So that's one of the reasons, that's another one of the things where poly looks different for everyone. Many people will practice where there is the primary relationship, like me and my husband, we've been together for almost six years, like I said, that is my primary relationship. Uh, that means that it will generally, it's a little higher up on the ladder than it is with my girlfriend. She understands that, she respects that. She is a secondary relationship to both of us. Uh, As Greedy said here, he is also a secondary relationship to his partner. He understands that, he respects it, that works for them. Whenever it comes to relationships like with Awesome, they're a little more equal. There necessarily isn't really a primary or a secondary, everything's kind of on the board with Hmm. each other. That's where the differences (coughs) will come in, depending on the person you're dealing with. My ex was a very equal, Everyone was equal in her mind. That's fine. That's how she works. I work in the primary, secondary. It's very difficult for me to be with my husband of six years and bring a new person and be like, oh no, you're on the same level. I can't do that. Some people can. I'm not one of them. So as you'll hear us say primary, secondary, things like that, in no way is that secondary relationship not important. In no way is that secondary relationship not a committed, loving, respected relationship. It just generally, it hasn't
0: happened and been there as long. So it's a little
5: farther
2: down on the ladder than other ones sometimes. Good question. Thank you. Are we allowed to ask
7: questions? You can ask questions. Yeah. Um, Question for you. Yes. When it comes to this virtual polyamory thing, I mean, when you said that, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Because we live in such a virtual world now. Have you noticed that people are locating others in other areas that you may bond with on a technical level? Um,
3: That particular instance doesn't apply to me so much. I've met both of these people in meet space. And in fact, I've known uh, the one with uh, the uh, come home to me." I've known her since high school. I've known her longer than she's known her husband. I see. Um, It took us a while to find out that We had both come to a place in our lives where being in a relationship made sense to us. Um, um, But yes, there is a lot of internet opportunities that weren't available before. There are websites where you can meet people who have like-minded approaches to relationships. Not just in polyamory, there's ways of finding people in like dominant submissive relationships that are appropriate to them swinger communities online so there's there's many different ways and then a lot of time on on uh, regular dating sites um, you can mark now if, if, you're, poly if you're poly or monogamous yeah. with your additional partners i think the first one the first one to do that was you? plenty of fish yeah
4: plenty of fish is one, was one of the first ones
6: to i, your it. Or I did it. one, maybe if it's
5: okay. Okay. So, one of those <laughs> our, li- our lifestyle getting out
6: there and to expound yeah. on that to give you some concept of this remember i'm saying 20 years ago 20 years ago meeting another swinger or BDSM. I don't even know. Polly would develop more very uh, uh, localized, but meeting people meant going to an adult bookstore and submitting a three by five card on the <laughs> The internet changed everything. Mm-hmm. An influx of what we call newbies, just like any other thing, showed up in once the uh, internet really took hold Facebook and social groups, social media, (laughs) noobs showed up. And when I say a couple walks in the door and from 20 feet I can tell you husbands wants a threesome, she's not into this. You can see it in their eyes. That's not okay in the community. Nobody's gonna talk to them the rest of that night Mm -hmm. because they're gonna sense it there's a feeling. One of the things that I I think we're going to get to in in the discussion on poly, swinging thing. I like to think, I've, I've put this forth before, abusive relationship. We talk about how one side or the other that's the abused will repeat this cycle until they make a decision to break it. And a lot of relationships, it's communication is the problem. On the opposite end of that spectrum is people that are able to communicate on such a level that they're able to have relationships like poly, swinging, master, sub, and all, uh, all of these different lifestyles. Uh, think of even the gay and lesbian community. It's harder to be in the closet that when they accept... And the community and society accepts to be able to step out into the light and be communicative. That's really, really important. When you say values, which was the question previous, it's no different than you value put the same values on your best friend and then your secondary friends, your long distance friends. The values aren't any different from two people to three, to four, to five. It may get be a little more complicated, and you may <laughs> add boundaries, but it's not different.
2: Great. Mm-hmm. So now we so have, oh, we have a oh, we we have have hand. A hand. Yeah. Go ahead, ma'am, um, speak up. I have a question for you. Um, so you said that you and
5: your husband are primary, and then you have a girlfriend that's secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that she is more close to your husband rather yes. than you. Has there ever been a time where um, she tries to set boundaries for you and your husband and you're just like, no, because like, we're primary, do you take in consideration what she has to say? Um, no, I absolutely take, take in consideration what she has to say. Um, if she has jealousy or if she has income, she's at the moment because everything is kind of going a little on the slower, and um, her and I have both been hurt by women in the past, so us to have a relationship with a woman now is has been a struggle, um, so luckily she's been very polite and uh, both of us have been kind of very slow going, which is part of the reason why we're slower than the two of them. Uh, just something about being with a man, both of us can handle that a little better than we can handle with a woman. So that is part of why we're so much slower. Currently, at the time, no. Yeah, she has not set any boundaries or set any rules for us uh, when it comes to, uh, I think really the only thing that we have, and that's just a mutual agreement, is that it's their private time together like they're on a date together i don't mean blowing up his phone no. i don't mean no. me blowing
4: yeah. up her phone yeah. it's having that respect for
5: the fact that they're having that time alone together yeah. um so currently no um in the future we've had many talks we talked about her issues we talked about my issues it might happen in the future where she's like this is an issue for me this is what i need in which case we will sit down we will discuss and talk about it and we'll figure out a way if it comes from boundary rule we will figure out how to make that work for us. Her feelings, her her needs, her jealousy, her insecurities are all equally important as mine. I need to respect that for the relationship to work. Like I said, luckily she has a patient for the same, and so far she's been, she hasn't been she has had the same issues I have had. If we ever get to that point, we will sit down, we will discuss it, and figure out the next step from there. Sometimes just discussing the issue can, can settle those fears there's been many times where I'm having a whole major freak out and I drive her off to the bedroom to just sit down and talk and I come out of it and we're totally fine. So sometimes just talking about helps. But if we get there, then we'll get there and we'll discuss it.
1: Thank you. I was going to say, uh, as far as what she was saying as far as when our girlfriend <laughs> and her husband are on a date she doesn't you know, sit there and blow up the phone. For me, the way that me and the girlfriend have kind of set, settle things is let me know what are the date nights with the others. So that way I know I have a schedule of, okay, I know this time is definitely set aside for them. So I'm not even going to say, hey, I need you this night, unless there's like a really, really dire reason. And that's just kind of how it goes in poly in general is the more relationships you have, the more scheduling is needed. <laughs> and the same goes for I've
5: texted her before just say hi and talk to her, what's going on. And she's like, oh, I'm having a really good time with awesome watching a movie. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, didn't realize you were awesome. You guys have a great time. If you could text me later so we can just talk, let me know. And that's been that. So it's important to respect all of those together. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily so much a boundary or a rule. It's that mutual respect <laughs> and understanding of each other.
4: I have a question.
7: Uh, another one. When you scheduling. Yes. We all despise we schedules. As- <laughs>
4: Google Calendar
7: what? is yes. our brand. <laughs> wow, use Google Calendar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Google Calendar is really. Nice. I love spreadsheets. <laughs> I'm a fan. But at what point does it get to be so burdensome? And do you what reels you back into this is why I do this? Or what what's your What's your touchstone moment when you're like, that's it, I can't keep her stuff straight, I can't keep this one stuff straight, they're watching movies, they're going to the beach, I'm all by myself, this sucks. Like, how do you deal with all that?
1: There's a point, and I actually reached that point earlier this year called polysaturation. <laughs> Steal my sunshine. <laughs> we, have, right, we have words in the kings for
5: everything, wow.
1: no, Polysaturation means you've reached that point to where, hey, this is what I can handle. If I go any further, I, like I had, I was dating three women, locally. Um, me and the other, we broke up, we're still friends, we're still very cool, I'm actually going to spend some time with her this weekend, but we're not, we're, not, we're officially in a relationship, we're not dating, I see. and that was more so on her because this was new to her, she knew of polyamory, but she had never practiced it. I see. But we had known each other for a very long time and we, we liked each other. So she decided hey, I will try this thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And she did. And we lasted about a year. And then at a certain point, she was like, this isn't working for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was hurt, but I understood. Mm-hmm. I accepted, okay, mm-hmm. I get that because I'm not going to change myself mm-hmm. and say, oh no, I can just drop everybody else and only be with you because. That would be a disservice to both her and me, because then I'm sitting around moping, looking around like, man, I wish you could date her too. And she's like, and she's looking at me like, why is he so sad all the time?
7: I think something that I'm realizing as this is all happening and I'm listening to you talk, you hear so many times people be discriminating against people that are poly because you you, you have holes to fill or you're emotionally unstable. And the more I hear you talk about relationships and people, the more I'm like, wow, he has a much better idea about You communicate
2: ma- better with your partner. I
7: just, I you're so him. in tune. <laughs> you're so in tune with one another. So and like, that just yeah. doesn't happen in average day relationships.
2: One
5: thing I've always said is that standard vanilla monogamous What's relationships. What's vanilla? <laughs> 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 this is the thing, I'm not going to the other realms. So know standards relationship generally does not have the same level of communication I've been in those relationships they don't work out very well for me Um, and partially it's because of that lack of communication Um, I have to tell my partners when I'm upset I don't have a choice if I don't then two years down the road it's going to explode I have to tell my partners when I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. I have to go forward and say, you smack your teeth one more time, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> because we have to do that. Mm. How many times are you sitting there with your partner and you're irritated or annoyed at them, but you're just sucking it back in, going, it's not worth it, the fight isn't worth it, I'm not going to go, now. I'm just going to let it go. And then three months later, you've exploded over something you could have addressed previously. How often does that happen? We don't have that choice. If he ticks me off, I have to address it. You no, it, it has to be said.
4: I'm sorry. <laughs> I always love <laughs> <help> you. Oh.
5: <laughs> so it, it has to go through. And that comes through part, partially also with the polysaturation. I think polysaturation applies for every individual. When you're in a monogamous relationship and you feel like that's all you can handle, you are polysaturated. You can handle <laughs> one person, you can handle one partner, and you can handle one emotional state besides your own. That is polysaturated. That is what you are. You can only deal with one. Currently I can have two. I don't know if I could actually have much more, especially because I got a lot of craziness in my life right now. So I don't think I can handle much more. Um,
4: it's
5: gonna be up to the individual, and I think you wanted to
1: say things like five times. Yeah, I'll go right Oh, now. way more than that. <laughs> um, oh, hey, greedy A a going
0: a going theme here that you're going to notice is that all the stuff we talk about interlocks with all of the other stuff. Uh, when you add an additional relationship to your primary relationship, it ju- doesn't just get plus one harder, it gets exponentially harder. So when I talk about my relationship involving four people, it's not four times harder, it's 16 times harder than a single relationship. So every, every time you add somebody, it compounds the amount of potential problems, the amount of opportunity to communicate with your partners. It, it doesn't just make it, one time worse, it's it's going to be what, what you were asking about, um, how how we find that point of saturation. It's very much akin to uh, having children. Okay, when you when you are at the point where you've got one child, you've got uh, responsibility to that one child. Okay, no big deal. You've got your family, you've got your work, you've got your child. You have a second child. It's not going to be easier. It's not going to be just. Oh, we've we've added one more. No, now you've got one child times two.
7: It's the theory of one is one and two feels like twenty. Yes,
0: exactly. Got it. So relationships are no different. Got it. Relationships are no different. It's just a matter of how much you can handle personally. Uh, saturation. You do need to be. You do need to be sensitive of your other partner's saturation levels as well. Because my time needs are going to be different than her time needs, are going to be different than his time needs. He may only need uh, once a month getting together with you, where I need to see you at least once a week, preferably two to three times a week. And he's perfectly content just talking to you online or over the phone. Your, your needs, individual needs are going to be different. Just like no two kids are alike, no two lovers are alike, no two relationships are alike. So you need to know what each person's needs are, and you need to know that you can fill those needs before you start that relationship, or it's going to implode. Mm-hmm. And it's not just going to implode that one relationship, it could potentially ruin all of your relationships. So this is all things we have to consider before getting into any polyamorous relationship.
6: That could even explode into friendships. <laughs> it no, could. No, no. And, it can't. And it yeah. we're going to connect here thing. He knows exactly what I'm talking about, where it divided the community. yeah, Mm -hmm. Because we were all friends. And when something went bad between two people, it went out this way Mm. to everyone. And it, it's painful for even friendships. And I think we see plenty of that in the world, too, where it divorced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <under> oh. <laughs> friends. Her friends and his, his friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And it's Bakersfield. It's not two degrees of separation anymore, but we are nowhere near six. <laughs> <laughs> We're only about four. If you guys put my name out there. I guarantee you I will hear if you've talked to somebody within a week. As guarantee, guarantee it. You have <laughs> no idea who we know, That's like on, even on this campus.
4: Uh,
2: you mentioned that uh,
5: you're in like a line yes. of relationships. Do you,
4: so you're with, do we have a marker? Can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I got a marker <laughs> for just this three-hour
7: relationship. I like it. it. <laughs> Diagram please. Yeah, no.
6: Well, Life is all about you know. Venn diagram. You, you think, I would say it would be like Venn, right. or the triage. Right. The his is going to be, be very a, horizontal. Yeah, yeah, let me
2: get you one that I know works. <laughs> okay, so
0: as far as my line relationship, that's me.
4: Wait.
5: <laughs> that's me. Okay,
0: so my, my lover is... Her. her okay her husband here, the building. okay and his girl is here um what i'm talking about in a line relationship is that aside from her and him i don't have a relationship with him or her she doesn't have a relationship with her or me
4: okay
3: romantic right or right, sexual right. relationship
0: okay. We don't. We don't share them. Now, what you're going to see in her polycule is going to be drastically different. So, if you would uh, make up yours first, just you, the three of you. Yeah. Okay, So we have me right. We have me right here, and then we'll
4: have my
5: husband, and then we have our mutual girlfriend. I am with my husband. My husband is with her. She is with me.
4: This is why we call it a triad. The triangle. We're all together.
0: Now, if you don't mind, you do you want me to do yours or do you want me to I'll here? do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll trip over everything. Be Okay, as far as my relationships go, no, break off of that. Yeah, the break off of that. Okay, so he's I mean, officially well, part well, of her really relationship by proxy. By proxy. <sighs> yeah,
1: and this was her, yes? Yes, yes that was her. Okay, so for me, we'll say I'm here and then so I have a relationship with her. And by proxy, the two of them, but I'm not in a romantic relationship. I also have my other local girlfriend there. I have my long distance girlfriend here. <laughs> <laughs> and so those are my current relationships. Even though I'm just here, I still have- There's still the, connections. Yeah, there's still connections. and. Bo- like both of these two relationships know of this relationship, they aren't involved in any way with this relationship, but that's just how they are. Hmm. Uh, did, we, did you <laughs> give it a try? Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> love uh,
2: visuals, so I'm really for this. <laughs> yeah,
5: I was thinking about it
7: earlier, but they're very helpful. Yes. What are you? What
5: are you doing? <laughs> I'm giving more details. Uh, <laughs> am drawing TV. Um, He's making it complicated, guys. Yeah. Yeah, know. I'm trying to figure it.
3: the spaces is
5: uh,
0: well, <laughs> he, he took it all. Okay, away. so so while they're arguing about their relationships, I'm going to continue on mine. <laughs> Previously, I had two other girlfriends, okay? This one was just one with me. This one was one with my lady. But none of those relationships exist anymore. Her husband also had two other relationships with two other women. And those two relationships don't exist anymore. Um, as far as our family, that's as far back as I know.
5: Oh, okay. I'm not going to go that
1: far because we're going to get a whole lot
7: more talk.
4: Cool. You <laughs> <laughs> um, don't have to we'll, Like we'll We're not going yeah, with right. everyone's exit. Yeah, I, I can't do that much. Here's me. <laughs> I love that you're tall. I'm <laughs> <You're> tall enough <laughs> to reach. Long <laughs> distance
3: well, oh. relationship to one of my partners. Gosh, who was another one of my partners? They both have husbands and she had one, one additional partner um, and that just recently ended. She has one additional partner and they're fine. <laughs> that is the important thing. Are, are those polyamory objects
1: okay? <laughs> are they stable?
2: We don't have to go that in depth. It's
4: okay. Does yeah. this is this really we'll illustrate see, like, the what the you thing. guys yeah. 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 think? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. I think he's still with her. <laughs> 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 it's as long
3: distance, you don't always get as detailed as Right. And in
6: the research, some of the research, they even stated to conceptualize polyamory. Think of your friendships. Well, I did have this friend. Not seeing them anymore. Mm-hmm. I have met this friend. We hang out more than my mm-hmm. best friend. It's very flux, mm-hmm. flux. But it really tells you again, like going back to values, communication. You think of your friend circles. Now add that commitment, romance, and other things.
2: Okay, I got this question on about 20 cards, so I'm going to assume students want to hear about it. Let's okay. get some card questions. All right. Yeah, got it. Uh, are you out regarding your relationship status publicly? How important is privacy to you regarding your relationship status?
1: Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, that's great. Uh, as far as being out here locally, I don't care who knows. It's me. I moved here from out of state a few years back. I don't have those long-term, deep, you know, deeply rooted connections to towns to spread rumors about. I just am out to whoever. My family, though, knows nothing of this. Uh, I'm supposed to be going to see a group of my family members for Christmas. I am highly debating because I, it would be funny to me. (laughs) When they ask me if I have a girlfriend, because i never talked to them about my relationships. When they ask me if I have a girlfriend, just to have a picture of each of my girlfriends and to show a random one each time they ask me. (laughs) And see who catches on. (laughs) Um, So yeah, as far as being out, I'm out here. I'm not out to my family.
4: This
0: is another area that consent comes in. Does your family consent to the knowledge of your relationships? My family Absolutely not. This is why I am not out in Bakersfield. I am out in Los Angeles, in Las Vegas, in San Francisco, San Diego, places that I have been talking about this. People in those communities know me. They know who I am. They know what I am. As far as my family here, it would destroy my life. I am not out here. Under no circumstance do I want to be out here. I'm not going to fool around with my family pointing out, oh, yeah, this is, this is my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that's her husband. That, that, could, that could
6: be devastating to my life. If I may, I was in a classroom, interpersonal communication, two ladies walk in behind me, and this is what happens. You out us. I'm going to kill you, Mark, because I, had, I knew them from the community, and we joked about it and so on. Uh, in classrooms... I, something will slip in the sense of, well, I have this experience, and the teacher will think, well, that's very interesting, and I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna have to have that conversation. <laughs> so that's happened uh, at work, family, my kids knew. Uh, they were actually the ones that kind of basically got me off the couch after they had, we had lost their mother. I didn't wanna leave the house, and they said when they grew up a little bit, about 16, they're like, you're driving this crazy, you need to go out and have some fun. Um, that's what introduced me to some friend circles and so on. Um, but then I was cautioned that I needed to scrub my connections to the communities because I'm pursuing a, a career in academia. And I thought, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Here we are, supposed to be... You, you, you know the controversies that exist on campus on... Our choices and so on. But that might come into play when I'm sitting in front of a student review and peer review board giving my dissertation in order to get a job here. I was in black folks. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's something that mm-hmm. in Bakersfield, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And remember this term NIMBY, not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. He said he's out in every county but Kern. Um, and that happens a lot
5: yeah, it does i'm out in pieces so my work my work like the main work has a morality clause Polyamory generally falls under falls under the morality clause if they found out they could technically fire me if they wanted to many jobs are that way many jobs will have a morality clause which basically just states if you do anything the company is like eh, i don't like it you're fired so at work i'm not i have had Two or three coworkers who I got, you know, friends with, became friends with, and they ended up. I did tell them about parts of my life, like the polyamory, Um, because I trusted that they wouldn't, you know, go running around telling everyone else. Or they would, or like they'd see me before work and see, you know, my ex, you know, my ex girlfriend at the time, drop me off and watch me kiss her goodbye, and they're like, "So you gotta explain this to me." So I kind (laughs) of outed myself there. Um, My parents know. My little brother and sister, no. Um, my little sister is now 12. Or no, I'm sorry, she's 11. My brother is 12. They actually know. Um, I think the first time I told my little sister that I was bringing my girlfriend over, uh, whenever you phrase it to kids, I mean, we've had already mentioned earlier, be careful how you tell children. They don't need to know the entire battle that we face. Kids do not need to fight my battle. But I also didn't want to hide it from my siblings. My parents knew I want to be able to bring it with my girlfriend for Sunday night dinner. Um, So it was very simple. I just explained, you know, how I'm with, you know, know how I'm with my husband. Yes, I'm going to have a girlfriend. I'm going to hug and kiss her. She'll be here to hang out. I think my little sister was like, oh, can she braid my hair? (laughs) when it comes to children, it will only be as complicated as you make it. You don't need to lay all the problems out on the table. So that's one thing. Um, but otherwise, my parents know a couple of family members. I have an aunt who knows. One of my grandparents knows. The other ones do not because they are highly, really, highly really religious. Um, and they just, the alternative is not one of the things that they're very open to. I'll respect that and eat that dog's well. Um All of my friends know. Every single one of them. It pretty much comes over. If you're going to come over to my house, you have to accept the fact that this is my life. You can't respect my privacy and respect that this is what I do. You don't need to come hang out with me. Mm-hmm. So in pieces you'll see it. Um, coming out to my parents didn't actually happen. I was literally just, oh, I have a girlfriend now. The reason why, in high school, my mother, my mother had her girlfriend live with us. So I knew what Paul Henry was before I even graduated high school. They actually had, I and call her the living mistress. Um, she was dating my mom and then would go to the bedroom and spend the night with my mom and dad. And I knew exactly what was going on. The other kids in the house, because they were younger, they didn't know anything. I, oh, my, my parents are always very open with me. Um, so you can make it work with children. They do tend to know these things. With us, my family's a little weird with how open we are and I was already aware of the alternative, so.
6: Do you have to restrain your uh, physical signs of affection in public at all?
5: I generally don't, because I don't see co-workers out there. It's really only work that I'm concerned about in certain family members. You know, if you're so at Valley Plaza,
6: no. we're, we're all three holding hands, yeah. kind of thing.
5: We walk out. yeah, we'll walk around holding That's hands, kissing. Well, <coughs> I don't care what the <coughs> lady at the checkout has to say to me. She has shit to say to me about my relationship. I don't care. You don't live my life. You're not here. Um, I respect my family and their beliefs. And I will, like I said, I'll leave that lie because that's not something they want to be part of. So I'll leave it alone. And I'll respect the fact that I need a job and I need money. So if my company wouldn't like it, then they don't need to know about it. Other than that, I have no problem. You'll see me walking around Valley Plaza, see me going to the Maya, and I'm cuddling and kissing the both of them. I don't care. This is my life person
6: over there doesn't need to judge me. And obviously it's not the same for everyone. Um, And there's like a hidden code. So if I I walk into her work, I almost will ignore our connection from here. Mm -hmm. It will be like I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Because we're walking that line. Mm Um, you don't out people. I mean, I had a couple walk into Toys R Us, and hi, Mark. Oh my gosh, the party was so fun. And the husband <laughs> goes smack, like like, and I'm like, no big deal. You know, it was great seeing you and the kids for his birthday. You know, I slipped, <laughs> it, and everything, and the husband just went, oh, that was a good save, Mark. You know, and. she didn't she had forgotten the rules Mm -hmm. just forgotten the rules you don't out people and again Kern County Mm -hmm. we're a small place yeah Yeah. when I moved here in 85 two degrees of separation Harvey Hall took me aside and said fly hits a windshield on one of my ambulances or you're still in my uniform you're in a bar drinking I'm going to hear about it Ten minutes late now it's 2018 we're only up to four degrees of separation Mm -hmm. pretty much Mm -hmm. everything that happens everybody finds out we're we're not like Los Angeles where I can disappear just like that right okay
2: so I have a question that is tied a little bit to what you've been talking about that quite a few students asked and it's a little bit twofold so bear with me okay Um, One is, what are some stereotypes that you've encountered about relationships like
1: yours? Okay. orgies.
4: (laughs) And to what extent are they true or
2: false? And given that you probably encounter these stereotypes, oh. is it important for you to have a community of other polyamorous individuals in Kern yes. County in order to uh, see and be friends I can with feel this one best. You got time. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: um, so The last question
0: first. Is it important to have, community, is it important to have a community, a community a poly community in Bakersfield? Absolutely. I facilitate that community. If there's poly people in Bakersfield we we'll love you too. If there's poly people in Bakersfield and they've got any sort of questions or issues or concerns and they want the opinions of other poly people, other poly people in Bakersfield, they come to me. I, I hold discussion groups in my home.
5: This man has kept my life together multiple
0: times. He officiated my
5: wedding because of it. Like, I'm this man right here. <laughs> I am,
0: I am a, an ordained minister. I am also a by proxy counselor. Um, so if there's something going on in somebody's life, They usually come to me. Um, As far as the stereotypes about the about poly community, poly relationships, yes, it's all about the sex. If that was the case, I would be a little more satisfied now. Um, It is not all about the sex. It's been about a month, so yeah, a little bit high strung. Oh, please. It is not all about the sex. Uh, other, other stereotypes, that we're all living uh, huddled lives in communes away from everybody, and that we're all child molesters, or that we're all uh, deviants of one sort or another. While that may be the case with some people, it is not a blanket rule. Are you not out to corrupt the children? Um, no. the, the, there, I want
6: to really quickly, on the deviants. Just like I said, we've noticed the wife whose eyes we know she's not into this or or vice versa, the deviants are picked out real quick, and the community as a whole, will yeah. we reject them. We reject them, we report them, and we will work with authorities to get rid of them and have them investigated and locked up. Yeah. This, because we don't want those aspersions cast on us. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: So as far as other stereotypes, whether or not whether or not we, we actually care about other people. Absolutely, we do. Mm. That's, that's the entire basis of polyamory, that we have the capacity to care for more than just one person.
4: Mm.
0: We, don't, we don't try to limit ourselves. Mm. Did that answer the question? Yes.
4: So okay. so Has
0: anybody? Time. Go ahead.
5: So to feed off of that, um, I came into this lifestyle looking for sex. Straight up, whenever me and my husband got together, they were in a relationship. Um, we were both diehard, monogamous. many, many conversations about it. Um, but I like threesomes. I'm not gonna lie about it. It's fun, I enjoy it, it is what it is. So we came into this, the partner that we had, um, we realized just, I'm not someone generally who does the one night stand thing, it's not part of me. I prefer it to be like a friends benefit situation. So I became friends, so we became friends with her. We became closer. That relationship just started to build, and I realized I actually have feelings for this person. And he realized that maybe not the same level that I was on, that she was more than just a friend. And so that kind of built. And just in that process, it kind of came to the thing of we know this lifestyle exists, our friends are part, our friends are poly. Why aren't we? Why are we limiting ourselves when we have these feelings? And so the relationship started. And that's just kind of how it developed afterwards, is if I get close enough with someone then the relationship starts, if not, it is what it is. So I came into this looking for sex, and I found something much, much greater. Polyamory is hard. Polyamory is painful. Polyamory is the most complicated shit I've ever had to deal with in my life. I would never have it in my life, not have it in my life again. The people I've met I love way too much.
6: Just to... You were secure, though, in your monogamous relationship previous mm-hmm. and communicated well with your husband. Yes. Mm-hmm. That especially allowed you, know. you, and then the desires breached into what you discovered.
1: Yes. Yeah. And
3: then you
6: communicated that as well. Yes. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm curious to all of
0: you, especially the ones that put in the question about the stereotypes about Polly. what stereotypes have you heard about it? Has anybody heard You will one?
5: not offend us. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to say that. Like,
1: yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. space for everyone. Yes? Well, I know like one of my family members watched the show Escaping Polygamy.
5: Where, okay. Like,
0: okay. As
7: this religious cult that you have to escape from. Okay. <laughs> as far as that,
0: those are religious cults. That's not what we are. we are. We are all about open communication and honesty. We're about the open ability to leave a relationship at any time. They're about control. They're about having these massive families that entrap and imprison people by by cordoning you off from the rest of society as a whole. We do not do that. No one no. Pain is possible.
5: Wait, Keeping yeah, up so with the Kardashians isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear about the cult. That's reality
6: TV. You hear about the Christianity cults, right, where you have to live in this
5: community, and it's like a die hard, you eat shrimp, and you're excommunicated from the cult, and things like mm. that. Is that all Christians? No. So it's it's the same thing. You're gonna hear about these ter- these horror stories. There are horror stories in the, in the in the news for a reason. They do happen. That's not all of us. So yes, that is a realistic thing.
6: Polygamy and polyamory are not the
0: same. No. Okay, so there's there's uh, two terms: uh, polygamy and polygyny. Okay, polygamy is one man multiple wives. Polygyny is one woman multiple husbands. We don't limit ourselves to either. Okay? Just like what I'm blocking off my relationships. We don't we don't cut ourselves off. We don't try and cut off the rest of the world from who we are. We have to protect ourselves from the rest of the world but that's a different story. We're not trying to we're not trying to control other people. We had one other question oh, Yeah, you in a blue shirt, you
1: said you had a
5: stereotype,
4: right? Oh, I was just gonna ask if any of you were Mormon. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I, have, I I think I have
5: met Mormon polyamorous people. I think I have. But to say, it's the same concept, like I said. There's those die-hard oh. horror stories you hear about Mormons, and then there's the ones who are laid back and are totally yeah. chill. Yeah.
4: Religion, They're I don't judge the on religion. Go
7: ahead. I think the most damaging stereotype I've ever heard um, is that you're incapable of being with this yeah. one person, that it's a have-your-cake-and-eat-it-too situation. Okay. I personally...
0: I'm, I'm fully capable of being with just one person. Yeah, yeah. I find more satisfaction in being with more than pretty one. Pretty
7: critical. Yeah. But it's,
0: it goes back to the kids' things. Which kid you love more? <laughs> Good point. If, if you want to throw at me that.
4: You know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: if, if somebody throws at me that, well, you're, you're just after you're just after more pussy. You're just after whatever. I mm-hmm. don't care. But as soon as they start making it about, well, that's unhealthy, why? Hmm. Why is it unhealthy? Can, can you not have, can you not love children more than one child equally? Do
1: you love both your
0: parents? It, it's not a zero-sum game. That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. So, so don't limit yourself to who you can love. Don't limit yourself to what you can love or why you can love somebody. Sorry. It's not about, well, I have, I have
6: 100 love to give. <laughs> no, sorry. There's ninety-eight to her. That's not how have
2: one more question well, or stereotype that has But if you want to close up, we should do that as well. we'll do yeah. I, just had, I, just quick, I just had a
5: quick thing. Before you, you know, now, you know, you're in committee now, but now you run off to a plant, fish, or a okay, or whatever right. site you choose to, and start doing things. That is cheating. Cheating and polyamory are two separate things. You can actually cheat while being polyamorous. It is entirely yeah. possible. The difference here is informed consent and communication. Mm. I know my husband was looking for another partner. He was not going on a website behind my back looking at things and a year later telling me, oh, by the way, I've been banging this chick for the last six months. That is cheating. Mm. There are differences. That's part of why also we usually get those stereotypes. We know who our partners are with. We have that communication. We've talked about it. Like I said, me and my husband were anonymous until we discussed it at length. I think it was like four months before we even took the step to be, to start to start relationships. Even after those relationships started, we continue to this day talking about. Are we still committed this? Is this still what we want? Is this still OK? Are we still able to do this? Don't rush. Yeah, we don't rush anything. We don't go through different things. Cheating and poly are two separate things. So before you rush off and start doing all these great, fun, crazy things, yeah. please remember, there are differences. differences. Yep. All right, can everyone please give a big thank you. Oh. <laughs>